0: Bridging Vision and Reality by Rabbi Ir Khan Sefer Bamidbar opens with the establishment of Machaneh Yisrael, the Israelite camp in the wilderness, in preparation for their epic journey toward Eretz Yisrael. The documentation is exhaustive, describing in minute detail the various aspects of the Machaneh, the nation's groups and subgroups, and its religious and political leadership. This account is followed by the various performances and preparations which culminate in the beginning of the actual journey, in light of the above, the placement of the halachic section in Nassau, which deals with the laws of Kofer B'Pikadon, disavowing a monetary obligation, sota the suspected adulteress, and Nazir, the Nazirite, is baffling. These ill-placed laws fracture the thematic flow of the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar. The problem deepens in light of the fact that Sefer Bamidbar is essentially narrative. There are very few halachic sections. The Ramban, in his introduction to the Sefer, remarks... There are no commandments for all generations in the Sefer, aside from a few regarding sacrifices which remain from Sefer Vayikra. The Ramban clearly characterizes Sefer Bamidbar in general as narrative. However, even were we to adopt a solution for the uncharacteristic halachic elements in Bamidbar, we would remain troubled by the specific location within the Sefer. This is especially puzzling regarding Parshat Naso, where these commandments are thrust so haphazardly into the midst of the preparations preceding a journey. The location of the other halachic sections found in Sefer Bamidbar seems obvious. Following the Korach affair, which included a challenge to the institutions of Keunah, priesthood, and Leviah Levite service, the Torah introduces the laws of Truman Maser, priestly gifts and tithes, apparently with the intention of firmly establishing those institutions. The devastating decree in the wake of the incident of the spies is followed by halachic material implicitly promising a brighter future, when the children of Israel will eventually enter the Promised Land. Although the connections are less obvious in our parasha, we will nevertheless employ the same method. We will try to weave the halachic segments of Nassau, Kofar B'Pikadon, Sota, and Nazir, into the narrative flow of Sefer Baminbar, uncovering their common theme. We will begin with Kofar B'Pikadon. When approaching this section, we are faced with an additional difficulty. The laws of Kofar B'Pikadon already appear in Sefer Ba'ikra. However, A closer comparison of the two parashiyot will reveal an aspect mentioned in Parashat Naso, which was totally ignored in Vayikra. In Naso, there is mention of the specific case of Gezel Hager, where no one inherits the deceased creditor, and therefore there is no one to claim the stolen debt. In this case, the stolen money is given to the Kohanim. The continuation of this section clearly indicates that the focus is the payment to the Kohen and not the preceding denial of debt. In fact, this case, kofer pikadon where there is no inheritor, is mentioned in our parasha only as a case in which we give money to a kohen. However, considering gezel hager as an example of matnot ke'una, priestly gifts, is very odd. Most matnot ke'una are given due to the item's special or consecrated status, for instance, truma, first fruits, firstborn animals, and portions of the sacrifices. In this unique case, we are discussing stolen property, which, due to lack of a claimant, is given to the Kohen. What is the basis for this singular halacha? In my opinion, this parasha expresses the role of the Kohen vis-à-vis his involvement in civil disputes. The Kohen, who personifies the Machaneh Shekhinah, the Divine Camp, should not limit his concerns to the narrow confines of a Mishkan. Although the Mishkan is his responsibility, his role extends beyond its borders. The Kohen, as the representative of an ideal state of sanctity and purity, must also be involved in and thereby influence the ordinary affairs of the common man. There is no dichotomy in Judaism between civil matters and religious concerns. Therefore the Kohen, despite his involvement with religious issues, is nevertheless concerned with the mundane affairs of man. Not only must the religious representative involve himself in civil matters, but civil matters are not divorced from religious affairs either. Thus, the debt owed the ger is not perceived only in monetary categories and does not dissolve if there is no claimant. With the death of the Ger, the debt must be paid to the Kohen. In more general terms, the unique halacha of Gezel HaGer is an expression of the relationship and interaction between the Machane shchina and Machane israel. When considered in these terms, the parasha flows naturally and smoothly into the opening of Sefer Bamidbar, which, as we mentioned, deals with the establishment and integration of Machane israel around the Machane shchina. In the parasha of Sotah, we have a similar expression of the Kohen's involvement in issues pertaining to machaneh Israel. While Gezel Hager dealt with civil disputes, Sotah deals with domestic problems. Furthermore, not only is the Kohen involved on an individual level, but the dispute is resolved in Mishkan itself, and God's name is violated and erased to accommodate domestic tranquility. The issue with which both Parshiot, Gezel Hager and Sota is concerned relates to our approach to man. Judaism recognizes the human condition, with all its frailties and limitations. There is an acute awareness of the human economic struggle, which can drive man to desperate acts. There is an understanding of societal and psychological pressures, which can lead to argument and violence. There is an appreciation of the passions that can complicate husband-wife relations. In the civil arena as well as the domestic one, man is vulnerable to tensions and pressures that are inherent in human nature. Therefore, the glorious vision of transforming a nation any nation into a goi kadosh, a holy nation, is blurred when we focus on man in his natural state. Nevertheless, according to Judaism, this vision is not attained by denying the human condition, but rather by redeeming it. Judaism rejected the institution of the monastery, which separates the holy few from society and removes them from the vulnerable state of natural man. The Rambam lists one who removes himself from involvement in society as one who has no portion in the world to come. Paradoxically, Judaism clings to the vision of becoming a Goi kadosh, without suggesting the negation of the human condition. How is this to be accomplished? This dilemma is addressed, in my opinion, in Parashat Naso. Machaneh Israel is being established in preparation for the journey from Sinai to Eretz Israel. Sinai refers to the ideal of a Goi kadosh, while Eretz Israel represents the actual application and realization of this vision. As we mentioned, Sefer Bamidbar begins with the establishment of Machaneh Israel which is the context within which B'nai Yisrael will attempt this monumental journey. After the basic structure is set up and the details are treated, one crucial issue remains. The Machaneh is comprised of human beings who argue, steal, and lust. How can this Machaneh realize the vision of Sinai? The answer lies in the complex nature of the Machaneh. There is actually a Machaneh within a Machaneh. At the center, we find the divine camp, the Machaneh Ashkhinah, containing the Mishkan and the Kohanim, which serve as a force of sanctity and purity, influencing and affecting machaneh Israel. This allows machaneh Israel to retain its human character, not to negate, but to redeem it. The parshiot of Gezel Hager and Sata will occur. Civil and domestic tensions are inherent to any human society. However, the Kohen and the Mishkan will deal with these issues, educating, influencing, and training. They will try to instill a new set of values and change priorities. They will attempt to create and guide a Goy Kadosh. At this juncture, we appreciate the role of the Nazir. While the two previous Parshiot deal with Machane Israel as a whole and the paradox inherent in the vision of a kadosh, the Parashat Nazir deals with an individual response to this tension. The Nazir is not satisfied with his role as a member of Machane Israel, vulnerable to the passions and pressures of natural man. He prefers the paradigm of the kohen, who resides within Machane Shchina, removed from the tensions and strife of Machane Israel. Again we witness a halachic parasha whose subject is the relationship of the machanot. The Torah sanctions the institution of Nazir, but only on an individual basis, and only for a limited period of time. To summarize, based on the characterization of Sefer Bamidbar as a narrative, we discuss the suitability of the halachic sections found in it. We show that it is possible to weave these segments into the narrative flow of the Sefer. Regarding the specific question of parashat Naso. We noted that Sefer Bamidbar opens with the establishment of Machaneh Israel. We propose that the halachic segments of Gezel Hager, Sotah, and Nazir all deal with the interaction between Machaneh Israel and Machaneh Shechina. Thus, these halachot complement the narrative and together paint a complete picture of Machaneh Israel and the vision of a kingdom of Kohanim and a holy nation.